wherever you're comfortable. <laughs> All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is Splayed episode eight, season two. <laughs> today, yeah, today's episode is medieval times. Welcome to Splayed. First of all, I just wanted to thank everyone who has stayed with us. Mm-hmm. I think there's five of you. It's still coming. <laughs> yeah, it's still coming. Um, I know. So we've released a couple of episodes in the recent past that we didn't spend a lot of time writing for. We didn't spend a lot of time preparing for, but we felt the need, the pressure to get an episode out there on a regular cadence. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the show is suffering a little bit from that. There's been a couple episodes. We did one on uh, authors. Author, yeah. We talked about Jane Austen. We really didn't go, we didn't do her credit. No, we didn't do anything with her. We, we, just, kind of, we just kind of, yeah. We're like, hey, you know that thing? Yeah, Jane Austen. And this other thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a book. Anyway, so um, I want to avoid that. If we're going to do an episode on Jane Austen, I want to do her justice, actually go into her her literature and um, maybe motivation behind it, sort of, you know, history of what, you know, I'd like to like do some in-depth coverage. So that's what we're going to be shooting for going forward. Oh! oh! That's the sound of me dropping my laptop on the ground. Or not your foot. Almost your foot. (laughs) Almost my foot. And then it's skittling across the floor. Um, It appears to still be functional, ladies and gentlemen. It appears to still be functional. Um... I'm gonna. We're gonna cut here as I walk across the room to pick up the pieces of my laptop. One moment. Okay, we're back. Uh, I need some sort of a desk or something. Um... I definitely do not have time each week to memorize the content that we put together. Mm-hmm. And so I do need to have a laptop in place for reference. Um, to so, look at, okay. To look at, I need some sort of a stand. Anyway, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are back. The laptop appears to be functioning. <laughs> it's survived. It's working, so. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to, I wanted to make was that I want more quality. I want more meat on the bones. I pulled the past lives episode offline. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just was, there wasn't enough depth there. And then, honestly, I'm not sure that there's enough there for us to really cover. The author's episode, mm-hmm. I think we could have done a lot more with. There was a lot more potential. There's a lot more meat there that we could have extracted value from, and we didn't, yeah. right? So, um, anyway, this week's episode is Medieval Times. Um, and with that, um, I wanted to start of open up by saying that Mewtwo is kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, that, that Pokemon. Yeah. He, Have you noticed? He just does whatever he wants. You know, he's a clone anyway, so. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't give a, he doesn't give a rat's potato, yeah. you know, about anything, right? Like, I noticed he was, he came around, he like, so we watched this new episode on Netflix. Oh, okay. Of, uh, and it has uh, Mewtwo. <laughs> And he's just walking around like, I am Mewtwo. Why am I? Why you know? am I? Yeah, yeah. It's and like, then Dude, did you need a cause to why you are? You're you're Mewtwo. If you are if you can like take Pikachu mm-hmm. and throw him across the room <laughs> Which then, I've done many times. <laughs> Then you're a dick, is what I was going to say, Adam. <laughs> <Yes>. Before you... <laughs> well, no, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. As long as we agree, right? Mm-hmm. Pika! <laughs> right? Medieval times, man. I want, you want to see? I want to see a medieval times Pokemon. Pokemon in medieval times? Yeah. That'd be interesting, like Ash Ketchum going up against the king. Yeah. Uh, I verily challenge you to a Pokemon duel. <laughs> but would they have Pokeballs, though? 
Oh. Or were they just keeping them in the did, satchel? Did we make Pokeballs? I don't actually know enough history about it. Or yeah. I thought they just kind of came into being. That's the thing, because it's like technology they know only know about. Okay. How long is that into the future? Right. Is In medieval times, they just carry them in like their sacks. Right. They don't know. They just find them. They yeah. find the Pokeballs, right? They don't know oh. where they come from. Maybe it's like, it's sort of post-apocalyptic medieval times. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, so we've, we've regressed. So all technology is gone except for the Pokeballs. Yeah. And That's the Pokeballs. All the- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we've destroyed the world, but we still have Pokeballs. <laughs> Oh man, so medieval times, man. It's interesting, interesting times. Um, it was really, oh man, it was really violent, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Back in medieval times, like we were still trying to figure out what kind of violence we liked. <laughs> yeah. What is our acceptable well, levels? Yeah, exactly. No, but seriously though, like if I walk down the street and I and I get shoved by somebody, is it okay to kill them? Mm-hmm. You know, or what if? I just don't like them. Is that okay? You know what I mean? Like what, under what conditions is violence acceptable? And I think this was actually, a, and I mean this sincerely, right? Like mm-hmm. I think there was um, sort of, we were better aware of, of violence and each other and sort of, you know. Day-to-day living. <laughs> day-to-day living and um, trying to understand like, you know, this new idea of these, of larger, as we, we began to sort of grow into larger cities and things like that and beginning yeah. to live with each other more instead of just out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, there's more of this idea of like, how do we get along? How do we work with each other in these, yeah. in these environments, well, right? You know, coming together as civilization and in groups of people, you know, you have towns, little get togethers. Right. But then you get bigger Shindig. and bigger. And then you got, oh, we're going to have a whole kingdom. We can provide more protection, but we need to give more resources, you know? Yeah. So then they started, oh, your king needs your help. You know, fight for your king. Do everything for him. Give him everything. (laughs) And then what happened? You know, we're kind of like digging ditches and making yeah they dug a lot of ditches in medieval times <laughs> what, what's what this is an interesting little branch on this because you're talking about digging digits and peasants right yeah uh you were saying the peasants actually ate better yeah better than we do now yeah yeah fresh fish right? whole grain bread <laughs> ale beer you know whatever right. you need and like they actually did oh like they had really like fulfilling satisfying healthy meals you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like and we don't compared to what we have today. <laughs> you so can't go to McDonald's and do that. <laughs> right. By the way, there's another interesting thing that I've heard about medieval times is the mortality rate. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so mortality rate is supposedly really low, which gives you the false impression that people were dying really young. And I guess on the whole, it was more like, like the, like, so the average was weighed down because of extremes. Yes. But the median was not necessarily different. Meaning that, there were still a lot of people living into their 80s and 90s oh, back yeah. in medieval times. That's the thing, because you you get most of your information from history, which is like the medieval times of like modern news. Right. So like all they knew <laughs> yeah. about was like viruses and death. And it's like, oh my God, right, the world's right, coming the to an end. So that's what we learned. The plague has claimed three more lives today in, uh, my God. in, in Perth. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. So we read that nowadays. So yeah. like, it's like the future version or way in the future, aliens find our civilization. They're like, 
my God, they were dying left and right. right. Look at, yeah. look at <laughs> this. They were just they were just hemorrhaging lives. So, yeah. so many dead. <laughs> but it's just because that's all that you see in the news, right? Exactly. That's, that's probably true. A little bit of history is sort of like all that you get is sort of the catastrophic. You don't get the day-to-day stuff, you no. know, the shindigs. You so know? you had like a medieval version of, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the the, the uh, conspiracy uh, theorist guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Alex Jones, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's like the medieval Alex Jones. <laughs> we're all going to go, <laughs> ye, ye, ye all going to go find yourself now, and we're going to get the Black Plague, and you're going to find it, and they're turning the freaking frogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm selling three bottles of... <laughs> I got three bottles of magic venom. potions. Yeah, yeah. Magic potions. <laughs> yeah, I got three magic potions on sale. I drink this stuff every day. Yeah, see, and now it doesn't hurt me, and he dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a town crier. That's what he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The Alex Jones medieval version. <laughs> he all gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. So, um, so interesting. That's interesting. Now, mortality rate for like for for the problem is is that you most kid most people died in infancy or or young childhood, mm-hmm. right? And so that was why what brung it down. Like, if you survive that, then you you know you had a pretty good shot in fact you probably had a lower risk of like you were saying if you're eating fish and whole grain bread oh yeah and working all day you probably had a significantly lower risk of like heart disease and some of the other things that are killing us now you yeah know? i um, mean the, i guess the other thing the risk is other people the only thing is yeah i think violence was a big thing you know you had people yeah just 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 i don't know that's the one thing that i've looked for that that they've said you know violence was was Prevalent, but you don't. Prevalent, s- yeah. It's mostly it's mostly talking about like the Black Death or, um, you know, oh they're being worked to death or something else. You know, something history is always going to fall back on. But then you're like, what were the actual statistics for people being murdered? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We. You know what I mean. We don't. We don't know. Uh, I guess act- actual statistics. So it's kind of all. Again, you're right. You're right. It's kind of recycling here. It's a little bit back to uh, you know. So, you know, selection bias or whatever it's, yeah. it's the news is covering the most extreme of events <laughs> yeah well that's history for you <laughs> so living in medieval times so I mean you let's say you make it past birth <laughs> right and you're uh, born into peasantry so you're a laborer okay you're out in the fields you're growing wheat you're getting good healthy meals you know every morning um, but then Let's say something comes along, like the the king comes along and says, "Hey, I need to uh, tax you guys a little bit more." Okay. So he's like, "Give me, you know, more give me money. more bread. I want five breads." Yeah, five of your breads <laughs> and eight of your fish. Yeah, and that leaves you with like what half a fish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and three. Yeah, mugs of ale. <laughs> right. So you're like, you've hidden away. Yeah, but you got a family of eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's like, just just do more work. Yeah. So. That that now that's another thing that could cause more mortality rates. Right. So so, so overtaxation, something like that, or yeah. or abuse abuse by the by the um, higher class. So that's one thing that we have to deal. I was just watching the movie Equilibri- Equilibrium oh, the other okay. night. You know what I mean? And a little older movie, but an interesting movie. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's sort of like 1984 in sort of esque. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. North Korea type of a uh, you know information control. Right, mm-hmm. thought control. Right? Everyone Ta- has to uh, uh, adhere to the code. <laughs> right, right, and I think what you touched on there with medieval times, it was you know it's very easy to do that, right? When you, you know when you're the lord of the land, mm-hmm. and you've got peasants who literally there's no internet. Oh yeah, 
Right, there's no like everything is word of mouth. But there is, go- yeah, gossip. I was gonna say there's tons of gossip. Yeah, yeah. so you can't stop that. Right, but you can you can see it. You oh, know what I mean, you feel it. Yeah, I think that's really you have the ability to control opinion significantly, especially through the church. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, through religion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you have one channel. Uh, from God to the people, yeah, right, and that channel. If you control that channel, right, which most likely they did, so right, right, um, yeah, that's interesting. So you can have, uh, you can really suppress. You can talk them into that. You can say, look, you don't have access to the numbers. You don't have access to the papers, mm-hmm. right? Um, this was an interesting thing. I had it. We have an HOA out in California. The HOA is out there are nuts. Oh yeah, they're I mean, just ridiculous. It's uh, to be honest. I think it borders on corruption and by borders on, I mean, it's like deeply corrupt. (laughs) Would you liken it to a dictatorship or monarchy? Maybe, but it's a lot like (laughs) what you talked about in, in terms of like, you don't, they don't let you get access to the books. True. I mean, like they, you know what I mean? Like, um, so the thing is, is, They'll charge you and they'll say, we have these expenses that we need to cover. Or, and a lot of it's forward-looking too. Like, they're like, we need to be able to pre- be prepared for future expenses up through X year or whatever, yeah. right? And so, and then they'll quote you numbers, but they don't give you exacts on what things are really costing. So there, there can be a lot of fluff in there. And then the thing is, is I, you can't get out of it. It's impossible to switch your HOA. You know what I mean? Yeah, like well, I mean, they own the whole area, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, well, the thing is, they make backdoor... So, it's all... The HOA meets with the builder mm-hmm. who meets with the city in some, some posh restaurant, and they discuss how they're going to rape <laughs> whatever <laughs> in whatever um, community they're building, right? And so, that's that's the problem, right? Is, is the builder won't build until mm-hmm. he gets a deal from the government oh, out yeah. there from, from the city where they don't have to pay taxes. It's called Melarus, mm-hmm. right? They get to... Uh, Make basically what they do is they get to kick the taxes for the land off onto the residents who buy the houses, right? Yeah. So you get double taxed. You get taxed your regular real estate tax, and, and then, then you have to pay the builder's tax, right? For for them taking on the quote unquote risk of building, as though there was any fucking risk to building in Southern California right now, right? <laughs> well, okay, so <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. The HOA stuff. Um, <laughs> it's like. <clears throat> you know, you, like you're saying, all this other extra taxes, and they're like, right. well, we're looking ahead. It's like, what's this cat neutering tax? Yeah, yeah. Well, there, <laughs> yeah. You see, there could be cats. <laughs> we might have cats. Right. We don't know yet. We don't know we yet. We don't allow pets, but there might be. <laughs> there might be a cat, and uh, there may be a doctor who needs <laughs> to be funded. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you're saying because uh, I do work with uh, city and stuff like that. Right. So it's like, they do get the whole thing where they're like, hey, we want to make this, we want to build a house, but we also want to have our construction workers to get a little bit more than what they were. Well, I'm fine with the construction oh, workers yeah. getting more. It's not, it's the, it's the. Um, but the HOA is the one who hires a lot of them and then says, hey, let's. Yeah, they pick the contractors, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's the thing is, is whether or not they pick them well or whether they're, you know. The thing is, you you get locked into it reduces contra, con, um, wow, uh, competition. <laughs> yes, you all these contracts create 
uh, barriers to competition that you need to bring prices down. Mm -hmm. So the city makes deals with the builder. The builder makes deals with the city. The two of them make deals with the HOA company, Mm -hmm. right? The HOA puts in very stringent rules, obviously, to protect itself from being removed as the HOA company, right? So you need something like more than 50% of your residents to show up and vote and if you got like 10,000 people in a community or a thousand people whatever yeah, you need there's no way you're getting 50% of those people in on one day to show up and because, vote you know what I mean and like so it doesn't happen yeah. right and then they make deals with contractors for repairs and services and things like that mm-hmm. and so all these are very lucrative deals that you are locked into yeah right you cannot get out of right and um and so anyway that's that's what I mean by by just utter corruption, you have no visibility into it, yeah. right? There's a whole bunch of padding, a whole bunch of fluff that you don't get to see, and what ends, and then they just, you know, they just jack up your expenses every year. So I know that, like in that community, the HOA went from like a hundred dollars a month to four hundred over the course of like ten years. You it happens. Too. It does it even with apartments too. But uh, so, in order to to get residents to come out to vote against them, you should stage like a Les Mis thing. You know, yeah. like we're going to execute the HOA yeah, 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 yeah. giant guillotine. Yeah, I'm Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's how you do it. Do you hear the people sing, <laughs> singing the song of angry men? Yeah, all the HOA, all the homeowners coming out, waving the flag of like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what your flag would be, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a little Pikachu. I don't know. Yeah, what Valjean. Oh my god, it's Wolverine. (laughs) It's Wolverine. (laughs) Oh. That's what we need to do. Revolt against HOAs. You know who I feel, but it's Gerard. Gerard, he was in that movie remake of the, uh, or the movie rendition, right? The recent one. Oh, yes, yes. Is it Gerard Butler? Butler, Butler? yeah. Yeah, and he played uh, Javert. Javert, yeah. Yeah, Javert. Uh, I'm sorry, man. He was so flat. Yeah. Uh, he can't uh, no <laughs> how did he get the part you know what I mean well he's famous you know uh, yeah. like, I mean I like him as an actor you can't deny he's a good actor but he's not a good singer no so that's he, fine but don't give him that part nope. you know what I mean <laughs> why did he get that part or dub him you know yeah or, or you know whatever do what you have to do digitize his voice if you have to but um so and they probably did they probably tried I guess what we're coming to is that HOAs are monarchies that need to be stopped yes and the government is kind of a monarchy the government is uh is actually just a really mature mafia okay so they're the mafia yeah all right, government. Mafia. All governments are, by the way. <laughs> this is learned. what drives me crazy when people say they're like anti-government people, like anarchists. You know what I mean? Oh, anarchists. Please understand that if you don't have a government, you will have a government. It's just going to be more. It's it's just going to be a mafia. You're going to have a mafia. People yeah. will organize to take power. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. All you can't. It's human nature. If you don't have a greater power, then power will step in to reclaim it. Right, yeah. I think what people are saying when they say they don't want a government is they want their government. They want to be in power. Well, of course, they want to be in control. Everyone wants to have their own thing, right. but then you get the people, like you said, people who don't show up to vote or do anything else. Right, they just don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so. The, how do you care if you're a peasant digging ditches from the morning you wake up till when you go night at bit to night at bed? You know what I mean? And you're starving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're taking you know six. 
0.5 of your seven fish, you know what I mean? Um, then what do you do, right? Like, you can't, you're trying to stay alive. You're focused on today. Well, then there's the people who do have enough that they just don't care, you know? So the, the guy down the street, he's got like tons of fish. He doesn't care. It's like eight, that's that's good enough. I don't care what else I get. Yeah, he's throwing fish out the window. Yeah, you know I mean? so they're rotting in the backyard. You know so I mean? he's like, I'm good with what you want, you know? Yeah. So then, you know, Wait, it's like... I don't know what we're talking about right now, though. I'm okay. going to be honest. I completely lost. <laughs> so there's a guy who has eight fish. Yeah. He's down the street. Down the street. So the we'll one peasant who's being overtaxed, and he can't handle it, right? What? The one guy, the first yeah. peasant, he's like, oh, this is too much. I can't handle it. I want to revolt. And the other guy down the street is like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, So I'm good. So neither of them show up. Yeah, they're split 50-50, right? You right. got to have a majority of everyone be in the same mindset. Yeah, you have to get everyone together, and it's so hard to get. Even if people agree, it's so hard to people get energized. For example, Bernie Sanders, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people love him. How many fish okay? does he have? How many fish does he have? <laughs> Probably not that many. He's not a big fish holder. Yeah. The point that I'm trying to make with Bernie Sanders is that uh, first of all, it looks like he's going to get effed. By the way, I think Joe Biden's. They're 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 trying to run. They're doing the same thing they did with Hillary Hillary Clinton. They're trying to run the middle ground again instead yeah. of going to the left, uh, which I think is actually a mistake. If you want someone to beat Trump, if you want that, mm-hmm. and we're not trying to pick sides here right now on Splayed, but the point I'm trying to make is, <laughs> if you want someone to win from the left, you should go further to the left. Mm-hmm. Because that's what gets people out. That's what gets the peasant out of his ditch to go vote. If he's excited. <laughs> if he's not excited, then even if he favors Joe Biden over Trump, right? He's not going to show up. He's got a ditch to dig. Yeah. But if he really is excited, then he might make his way out of the ditch for five minutes and go over there and vote, right? Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. It's not five minutes, and that's another part of the problem. He you gets know? out of the ditch, goes over, sees how long the line is, and goes right back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Yep. Because they, they, they don't put enough voting. And a lot of these states, they don't put enough voting centers, and it's intense. Yeah. It's voter suppression. If you don't have time to go spend three hours voting because yeah. you've got a you've got you're working two jobs exactly. to stay alive. Yeah. We're and digging you the just ditches. can't afford that time, right? Yeah. Then you don't vote. You know what I mean? And so it's a form of voter suppression to not make voting easy. That is one thing that was nice about California where I was at mm-hmm. is uh, it was easy to vote, right? Yeah, I mean efficient easy and well managed but yeah. other places are like did you vote i don't know if you voted yeah you almost in other places you have to be wealthy to vote yeah basically or you have to be in a certain area or willing to you know <laughs> yeah anyway so it's interesting how you um how they do that but the point that i'm trying to make with bernie sanders is that yeah you it's all it's all the same point. The idea that you can really control people simply by making it hard for them to voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, you can make it legal for everyone to have a vote, mm-hmm. but then you just make it hard for the people you disagree with to be able to vote. That's exactly the, what's you know been going on too. But I mean, does the king actually have the power to suppress the people? Of course he does. You know, he's just like I'm going to do what I want. So he doesn't really care. You don't get to see what he does. No, you see what he wants you to see. Mm-hmm. Right, and then. That's you know what I mean, yeah. And then when you when it comes time to vote, yeah, sure you've got to vote, right? But you you better dig that ditch. But does it really so, matter though? You can go vote, but if you don't dig that ditch, you don't get your half a fish. Yeah, you know what I mean, so you know, take but a choice. They've also they've also rigged the vote too, so it's like you can vote for something and say my opinion counts, 
but then it go, goes to another process where, yeah, yeah. where it's well, someone else. in Utah, right, with the... Uh, so there was legalization of marijuana, right? And they went... The, the vote passed. Yeah, everything to, was yeah. like, we're good. And they're like, oh, we didn't expect that to happen. We're going to rewrite the... Uh, we're going to rewrite the law now. We're like, but that's not what we said. And they're like, no, no, this is what you said. This is what you said. <laughs> we didn't actually expect this to pass. So now that it's passed, we're, uh, we're going to change it. You yep. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like... Does our voice and our opinion really matter right now to them? No. No. Does it matter to us? Of course. But screaming into the heavens and then to everyone else and they just kind of look at you, then we're like, what are we going to do, right? Yeah. I don't know. Mewtwo! (laughs) Anyway. Yes, Mewtwo. We need him. (laughs) Vikings. Oh, Medieval Vikings. Vikings would come in and quite literally. So Vikings. So Vikings. The Vikings literally came in because they were bigger mm-hmm. and they took what they wanted in all forms. That's in all pillaging, forms. Yeah. yeah, pillaging. Uh, and so that's another thing that they had to deal with. Apparently there was this like constant fear, mm-hmm. right? So here's the thing about fear. And, I, and this is interesting. Something that I deal with, right? is I see people drive around all day, all the time, right? Mm-hmm. They've got Confederate flags, right? And, or they've got, and they've got, you know, some sort of like Nazi, like, in fact, in California, you'd actually see swastikas carved on light posts. Okay, right? yeah. Um, there was huge white supremacist events, things like that, right? So um, that actually, like, causes me, like, I have this constant fear. Like, if you're if you're that upset or that emotional about it, that you are, like, branding yourself with these insignia, right? Mm-hmm. That represent historical events of hatred and suffering, mm-hmm. right? And you are um, driving around with this kind of stuff on your car, driving aggressively, co-rolling people, stuff like that. Like if, if you are that charged up about it, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like that, that, that fear that I live... So anyway, I, I don't know if that's similar, but mm-hmm. they constantly have this fear of... of of invasion, you know what I mean, from well, Vikings. Yeah, I mean, other territories, other kingdoms, other people, you know, back in the European medieval times, like you had the uh, Saxons, you had the Englishmen, then you had the uh, Irish, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they would all fight, and they're still going on today where they had like the uh, Provo. Uh, that's what they call themselves, the Provo, the Irish uh, liberation. Okay, okay. Yeah. So the Irish Liberation Front, something or other. Right. So they would still bomb like uh, churches and other things for, uh, you know, saying we want Irish liberation. Right. We're not part of the European nation or anything like that. Right. They're likened to the skinheads almost. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. So they're not the same, uh, you know, like we want all races to go away. Right. They're more of like, we just want liberation. So what's interesting... On that note, dude, one thing that I, I gave a preview episode, a preview um, video. Yeah. I wanted to talk about search algorithms today. Okay. So um, what's interesting, dude, is that if you go if you go on YouTube because of its algorithms, there are certain videos that you can watch that are seed videos. Mm-hmm. They, not, not intentionally. The, the person posting the video may not intend for it to be a seed video, but because of certain keywords or flags in the video. Oh, yeah. No. Um, they were saying like, uh, what was, uh, shoot. Sorry, guys. Hold on just a moment. 
um, I'll probably cut some of this. Um, okay, so for example, there was a there was a PBS clip. PBS is about as anti-fascist, and I don't mean Antifa, right? No, but I just mean that they're 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 about as far from con, you know a conservative bent, right, yeah. as you can be. And um, they are they had this um, PBS clip about the 116th United States Congress. Just just a, a historical video, um, and uh, you watch that video, and they were saying. I can't remember. It was nine clicks of like suggested videos before you ended up in an anti-immigration, um, you know, well, video. Like fascist video, yeah. right? Extremist video, and so, um, and that stuff gets really violent and aggressive and hateful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like just just dehumanizing uh, people of others of other races very quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And very a lot of violence in those videos. And it doesn't take long, you know what I mean? For you to go from one video just on autoplay or yeah. next up, right? Or suggested else. video to where you get to something very, very dark. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, so it's interesting what these algorithms are doing is they're 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 so good at targeting you for what they think you want. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they can lead people who are maybe not necessarily even looking for that down down to being exposed to these ideas and these ideologies, right? Which are yeah. very just, they're not positive. No, you know no. What I mean? and you know what I mean? And on the one hand, it's like you want to promote free speech. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, when you control what people see, which is what you're doing with this? Yeah, with this, it's not truly free speech because what ends up is you getting uh, you get end up getting immersed in just that one opinion, mm-hmm. and it sort of sucks you back in like a magnet. You have to actually spend a lot of time clicking on contrarian videos before it starts sending you uh, viewpoints from the other side. That's the thing. <clears throat> okay, you know the case about uh, Tay, the uh, AI Microsoft released. Okay, okay, and immediately trolls took it to being the far right. And like neo-Nazi stuff. Right, right. Immediately, you know. So it's like you start giving it information about like, check out this video. Look at this link. Here's this link. You know, like you said. And then the algorithm just took over and said, okay, I go down this rabbit hole. I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. Don't go down the fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, don't. That rabbit is batshit. Wonderland is nuts, okay? Yeah. You don't You don't follow Alice down there Yeah, either. yeah, don't follow. <laughs> you just stand there and then you kick her in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you run. Yeah, you're like, later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. with that, you get all these algorithms and YouTube and everything else. It's like, it goes back to what I was saying about history. You know, whoever is the winner writes history. Yep. And so all we hear is about the death and everything right, else right, like right. that. So in the future... They're going to hear nothing about death and everything, and then memes, and then yeah, 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 violent memes, and violent that's memes. It. You know, here's I have a question with you at this. Okay, uh, on memes, on trolls, on racism, mm-hmm. there's the frog. Yeah, Pepe the frog. Okay, Pepe the frog. Right. Here's the thing. I was watching a, a Destiny two, so I really like Geekerman's channel. Right. Mm-hmm. He's I like Destiny two. I think I've mentioned it before on the show. Right. A really big fan of Destiny two. Love it. Shout out to Bungie. You guys are sick as hell. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, but I really like Geekerman. Shout out to your channel. Mm-hmm. Based off what I know on about him. Based right off what I know about you. Right. But here's the problem. Uh, he's got a new editor and his editor constantly will splice in like as a joke, uh, Pepe the Frog. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Memes into, into his videos. Now, if you look it up, Utah has like a, a fighting hate website or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pepe the Frog is associated Right now, in post and with with 
uh, a lot of white supremacist memes, right? That's the thing. Okay, uh, what I've read about this, because they've also associated the Mac Moon Tonight character from the McDonald's commercial. Okay. You know the guy with the moon for the head and he played the piano? Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. They made him a white supremacist too. Right. And it's all because of the trolls who are just like saying, <clears throat> we're going to take these brands, these icons, and just say, this is now a hate symbol. You yeah. know, like they did with the okay symbol or right. anything like that. So, yeah. my friend, by the way, he always, he'll send me the okay symbol. Yeah. As, and, and I, it just, it gets you. It gets me a little bit. Yeah. It gets me a little bit because I know I, 90% certain he doesn't mean it anyway. No. You know what I mean? But I see it and I'm like, because yeah. other people have yeah. said this is our symbol now. Right. And they take it like that. So on the one hand, like, should you allow them to have that? So should I should I bring that up and you know to Geekerman or whatever in his channel and be like, dude, uh, you know what this symbol means? Because does it really mean that? I know the original uh artist did not mean it that way. No. I think he's actually come out and said, mm-hmm. I did not mean this this image to be used this way. And it was used in memes for a long time before it was repurposed that way. So you could argue it's part of geek culture and not necessarily part of uh, hate speech, hate speech culture. But on the other hand, you could make that statement about the phrase um, "gay," mm-hmm. which is not. Of, I don't mean to use that word offensively, but it used to mean happy. Now it definitely means mm-hmm. homosexuality, and you can't deny that. No, it's the evolution of how people use words. Right, you can't deny that "gay" means homosexuality now. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what it meant originally. It now means homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, to quote Jerry Seinfeld. And there's words you can't use here in America, but you can use in England and other places. Right. Because they don't mean the same Bloody thing. Bloody hell. Well, the, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. okay, Fanny. Yeah. Fanny here, you probably think bottom, right? You know, right, right, right. Over there, it means a woman's front part. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So you, when, <laughs> if you say, like, there's a song on Disney Channel where they can say- we just say- can we just say vagina? Is that is that what it means? Or does oh, it yeah. mean some other... No, no, it means vagina. Okay. But it's like from I'll over there. i cut that because I, I wanted to push it. Oh, I wanted you... to test it. I was like, maybe we should go there and actually say the word. But it feels awkward without a woman present. I feel like there needs to be a woman on the show just like... for us to describe <laughs> female anatomy on the show. Okay. Right? Um, but yeah, so it got banned because in Disney, they use a song called Shake Your Whammy Fammy. Okay. And over there, they can't play that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, there's okay, there's another word too, like um, K, the F word. Yeah, oh, yes. I'm going to say it, okay? But please know. The algorithm will pick it up. The algorithm. <laughs> I, we could get banned for this. Can I say the word? Uh, we've said it before. It, so. I think my understanding of this is it used to mean a bundle of sticks. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. So if. This is a word that I won't say. <laughs> I can't say it. I can't. You know what it is. It, you know what it, it starts means with an F. Yeah. It rhymes with uh, maggot. <laughs> yeah. But in England, it means a cigarette. Yeah. So they'll ask you for one. Which is just so crazy. Yeah. Right? Culturally. But here's the problem is you can't deny that word has such negative connotations too. It's just so hateful. Right. The you can't use it. And, stuff like that. and yeah, it sucks that it's sort of been repurposed, reclaimed. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's the... F- the fact of the matter is you can't use that word. It, it is so vile and so hated and so despited. You know, just, that people just... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think the same is kind of true, honestly. Geekerman, if you're watching, I know you love the show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> Talk to your editor. I, I think that you can't actually use that meme anymore. I think it has been reclaimed. You could say the same about the swastika, which before Nazis repurposed it, mm-hmm. had meaning. Here's the thing about the swastika, too. Yeah. Um, you look at that rug over there, right? Yeah. In our living room, and you will see what looks like Backwards swastika. Backwards swastika. Okay. Now the thing about that is, you go on like in Japanese cars on maps. Uh huh. They use the backwards swastika for temples. Yeah. Yeah. To mark holy sites. Exactly. So, it it's like you know you see that in your eye. You know you've been trained so much here in America. You're like, okay, that's a bad symbol. That that's right. that's bad. But you're like, no, no, no. Look, look. This is the connotation. It's reversed. Right. It was just purposed by some other group to mean this. I'm glad they at least changed it. You know yes. I mean? So you can still use the backward swastika to some degree. But they defaced so many uh, relics back in like Egypt during uh-huh. the war. They would carve the swastika in the walls to say this is like the Aryan uh, legacy, you know. Right. We were here thousands and thousands of years, but no. But no. Um, we have a lot of that. So um, so in Mongolian and in, in uh, sort of Buddhist, there's a lot of Buddhist influence, right? And there's, yeah. like you said, it's it, the backwards version of it. I think, it, I don't know the actual meaning of it. Actually, maybe we can look it up here oh, on yeah. Splayed. We'll look it up live. We do live lookups. And again, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all about providing more value in these episodes. So comparison left, so they call it, so there's a left-facing and right-facing swatch. I don't know. So which one is backwards? I don't even know. That's the thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. if you see it, right, you can see someone flying it, and maybe they're just, they're a Buddhist, you know what I mean, or something, right? Yeah. And, um, and I don't actually know if it's Buddhist, but it seems to be related based off of my taking. But, um, but, but then you'll find out, yeah, but you could think, you could see it, and you could think that it means something else. Yeah, Buddhist temple in Korea. Mm-hmm. So you can see the left-facing. Okay, so the left-facing, and that means that it's sort of like... Each little, so you have the, you know, you have sort of the cross type of a, a thing, yeah. and then the ends of that, mm-hmm. and they point. So it, those ends pointing left or counterclockwise, mm-hmm. right? That is the left facing, um, and then the right facing is, is the other. So it has a. Apparently, they're both recognized by yes. Buddhists. Okay. If I'm reading this correctly, uh, source of this is uh, what is this? Eugene Burnoff Lotus de la Bonnet Loy, whatever that means. Uh, in the footprints of the Buddha, the Buddhists recognize no less than 65 auspicious signs, the first of them being the swastika. Mm-hmm. The fourth is the sauvastika, or that with the arms turned to the left. So the sauvastika is the left facing, and then the sva- and they recognize both of them. Um, that's interesting. Do you think that when the Germans were, adopted it, that they were just like, this looks cool? Or did they know like any meaning behind it? I'm sure they knew meaning behind it. And then they re and they repurposed it or evolved it or adapted it. And maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe you could call them the first uh, big trolls of history, you know? Right. But here's the problem is you definitely can't carve, at least not the right facing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, version on a... On something or post a meme with it, with and you have to realize what that what the hatred that that now means. So people talk about the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a close friend um, who was saying that he used to drive around flying the Confederate flag. Okay. And to him, you know, he's big on just sort of the the non hateful meaning of it. You know, it's just his right to represent culture, uh, like culture. That. Yeah, just the um um. I don't remember. I wish I wish I had him on on the show. Mm-hmm. 
He did stop. He said that at one point someone did pull him aside and express the same sentiment that I've just told you that I see, yeah. that I experience when I see that driving around, and that is fear. Yeah. It's not what it's not about what it means to you, right? It's about the fear. Every time you drive by, someone sees that and they're like, Am I gonna get into a fight with this person? Are they gonna threaten me? Mm-hmm. Do they hate me? Right. And so well, it's not really just you, you can't just take it as well to me it doesn't mean hate. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But everyone who sees that assumes and frankly rightfully so, right? Based mm-hmm. off the history, they assume that you have a hateful position. Whether or not you do doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? You have to realize that the machine the symbol means x to the majority of people and the majority of people are going to see that and it's not like they're going to be like F you necessarily, which I think is what you're trying to incite. Sometimes they're just afraid. Yeah. I mean, fear is the driving factor for most of us. So like, let's say you take someone who has both a Confederate flag sticker Mm -hmm. and a Donald Trump sticker. Right. Now you get someone who pulls up and they have a Bernie Sanders sticker and let's say uh, the left facing swastika on the other side. Yeah. Now the one guy with the Donald Trump sticker is going to look at the car and say, why has he got a swastika and a right. Bernie Sanders thing? Right. right. What, what is up with that? Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then yeah, it argue- makes perfect sense. If you understand that he could just be a Buddhist. Oh yeah. If he he's a Buddhist, Sanders, right. He's a Buddhist who loves Sanders. So he's, you know, someone who knows about the history and they're like, okay, we understand what he wants. Yeah. It's like reading those uh, really obscure license plates, you know, but someone else might see that and say, Oh, he's an extreme conservative, or he's an extreme liberal. Like they yeah, might, yeah. they might say, "Well, he's got a swastika, which is fascist." If you don't think about it as a left-facing Buddhist symbol, right? Yeah. And they, they and they think Bernie Sanders, and they might say, "Oh, maybe he's like extreme." For, that's that's basically the same as a sickle, and you know whatever. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. hammer and sickle, hammer and sickle to them. But, okay. in their eye. But then the other guy, he sees like the Donald Trump thing, and he's like, "This guy is, you know, uneducated." He's not really thinking clearly. He's in, you know, he's in his, he's in that mindset. So he's like, this guy could hurt me and not even be wary of why he wants to hurt me. Right. Because he sees the Confederate sticker and then he sees. And really, yeah. Or, or, you know, really the guy may just be trying to make a statement of, you know, you know, I, I don't want government. I don't know. I don't know what, you know, he, 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 to him, he's afraid. Maybe the guy sporting the, 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 the Trump sticker and the Confederate flag to him, it's, it's him being strong. He gets to feel like he's being strong. Like he gets to sport okay. that and he gets to say, look, I'm expressing this opinion because I'm afraid to express it. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. And so it's sort of a way of me like coming out and being like, I'm going, I'm doing this because I'm afraid to do this. And I feel like, you know, yeah. This is me being strong, even though I'm afraid and saying, like, I believe that our country should be strong. And you know what I mean? And I'm afraid of I'm afraid of foreigners. I believe we should have stronger borders. You know what I mean? I see. Something like that. So the, the root cause of both things is fear. Yeah. On both sides. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, if you've tuned in this far, thank you so much. There's going to be a part two to this episode. Uh, something happened with Adobe Audition. It uh, it basically crashed halfway through the recording. Uh, we do have the actually the, the audio on tape from the video camera, uh, but it is not of sufficient quality to release. Uh, it is not up to Splate standards. We won't be releasing that that portion of the episode with that audio. So we're gonna basically have to go in <laughs> at some point, watch the watch the video, take some notes, and sort of uh, re-record uh, our you know the second half of this episode. 
I'm not sure when we're going to be able to do that. Hopefully sometime in the near future. Uh, if you've listened this far, thanks so much. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, this has been Splayed Medieval Times, uh, tying with some tie-ins to modern society. I hope you guys have a chill-ass week. Uh, peace out.